So Lord Krishna has been explaining, we saw that this knowledge which he is going to explain, it is a topmost knowledge. It is Raj Vidya Raj Guhyam Pavitram Idam Uttamam Pratyaksh Avagamam Dharmyam. There is no confusion. You follow some path and you are not sure I'm going on the right way or not. You cannot ascertain. But in this path, it is called Pratyakshavagamam Dharmyam. You can practically perceive it that how you are growing in spiritual life, how you are making spiritual progress. And Krishna also told, Yaj Gyatva Moksha Se Ashubhat. Simply by knowing this knowledge, you will be able to solve all the distresses of life. So this knowledge is topmost and by following this knowledge, it is such a powerful way which no other yoga process offers. You can see how you are advancing in spiritual life, not that one final day you will achieve perfection and faithlessly have to follow or in good faith, whatever. But you can see your progress happening and all the problems of life can be solved. So one may think, oh, it is very difficult then. All the problems of life will be solved. Such a nice process. The king of all knowledge. So Krishna explains, so, so kham kartum avyayam. No, it is very, very pleasant to perform. It is not difficult at all. So it is not just topmost knowledge. It not just is able to completely eradicate all the problems of our life. At the same time, it is very pleasant to perform. Usually they tell you have to take a lot of hardship. You have to struggle. And then you can do something worthwhile here. But that is not the case in spiritual life. It is being told it is susukam. It is very, very pleasant to perform. Then one may ask, what is the difficulty? Then everyone should follow it. If it is topmost knowledge, it is very easy to perform. All the problems of life will be solved. Then why people don't take to it? That Krishna answers today. So please read this verse very carefully. Why is that despite it being convenient at all ends, very clear why people are not able to pick it up. So Lord Krishna explains. <clears throat> Text number three, we'll be seeing. This is the first verse today. Ashraddhana purusha dharmasyasya parantapa those who are not faithful on the path of devotional service cannot attain me, O conqueror of foes, but return to birth and death in this material world. So this word is very, very important, Shraddha. So Srila Prabhupada explains in the purport, the faithless, cannot accomplish this process of devotional service. That is the purport of this verse. Faith is created by association with devotees. Unfortunate people, even after hearing all the evidence of the Vedic literature from great personalities, still have no faith in God. They are hesitant and cannot stay fixed in devotional service of the Lord. Thus, faith is a most important factor for progress in Krishna consciousness. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, it is said that one should have complete conviction that simply by serving the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, he can achieve all perfection. That is called real faith. 
so here it is being mentioned why people are not able to follow it if it is so nice as we have discussed because they lack faith so prabhupada tells we are there in the dark well and somebody is putting a rope inside and he's telling please come out now if we lack faith upon that person oh that person uh, uh, who knows uh, you know if i hold the rope and he may drop me in between i will die at least i am living now or he may take all my money he may kill me kidnap me so many doubts can be there so in that case a person will not be able to hold the rope so although it is very easy that person will pull you out simply you have to hold the rope the process becomes very simple but ashraddha dhana purusha those who are not faithful on the path of devotional service cannot attain me oh i also do not have faith i mean uh, i have little faith but i do not have much faith people may think like that so that is all right that is why prabhupada is explaining this process of creating faith is called krishna consciousness so this krishna consciousness is nothing now some people would have started krishna consciousness long ago maybe in uh, from childhood or from previous life or many lives before so then they have natural faith in krishna as krishna explains automatically such a person will be attracted to yogic principles and somebody would have uh, just begun as a novice so that person may have very little faith but does not mind from whichever position a person has begun this process of following krishna consciousness will help him advance in one's faith and how that faith is created prabhupada is explaining also we hear entire vedic literature from great personalities also first of all it is difficult to find vedic knowledge and that too becomes effective when we have heard it from the great personalities but here prabhupada is telling there is a possibility don't think if you have found a great personality and he is giving you exact vedic knowledge you will understand prabhupada is telling unfortunate people even after hearing all the evidence of vedic literature from great personalities still have no faith in god and what is uh, any example of any such personality the example is there right in the bhagavad gita and the example is the person who spoke the first verse of bhagavad gita that is dhritarashtra dhritarashtra had the opportunity to hear the knowledge of god this raj vidya from vidur vidur is incarnation of yamraj one of the 12 mahajans 12 greatest authority who are responsible for spreading spiritual knowledge in the universe well greatest people on the universe and one of such person is available as his brother and he is giving him all good counsel but dhritarashtra was not able to understand so thus prabhupada is telling faith is created by association with devotees so this association is very much required a person may be very near to spiritual master sitting very close to the spiritual master but uh, he is not having proper association so prabhupatal then he is just like a bug who is sitting on the lap of the king simply biting the king so physical association is not necessarily an association unless all the six principles are implemented and what are those six principles that we have discussed before dadati pratigrahanati गोयम आख्याति प्रेक्षति भुंगते भोज्यते चैवा शद्भिर प्रीति लक्षणम इन दिस दीज आर द सिक्स पैटर्न्स इन व्हिच अ पर्सन इज सपोज्ड टू एंगेज इन एसोसिएशन 
so if such association is not there with devotees then it is not possible to have some faith now we have somehow stumbled upon bhagavad gita we have some faith but if we don't keep this faith prabhupad explains and we associate with materialists then whatever faith we have that will also go away so right now we also have some faith nobody is faithless in this world so now whatever faith we have uh, most of us have the general people those who are there in the session or most of them are not there everyone is having faith and this faith is the result of association faith is the result of mode of nature tamas will produce certain kind of faith rajas will produce certain kind of faith and sattva will produce certain kind of faith thus there are varieties of scriptures for those who are tamasic they cannot put faith in vishnu ordinarily unless they come in association with devotees so for them different puranas are there for rajasic people different puranas are there satvic people different puranas are there so now somebody is having faith that yes money will make me happy so this is also one kind of faith or a big house and car will make me happy this is another faith promotion in my company will make me happy this love affair sexual life or family affair will make me happy this is another faith so why all these faiths we have created in the association because we associated with bollywood with some movies now we have created all oh, these affairs will make me very much happy and the sexual enjoyment will make me very much happy this is the source of pleasure just because of association we have picked up because of association of greedy materialists so most of us have are having the faith that if i get money if i get more money accumulate money then i'll be happy i'll be very satisfied in life because of this so called propaganda we think oh if my child goes to a good school and where the you know the best people of society go then my child would be very happy so this is also association the association the propaganda the media is so like oh this person got so much rank and they are Uh, there are band parties and everything people are dancing putting sweets in his mouth garlanding him and uh, oh just see this is pleasure so daughter son you also work hard like this that will make you happy so this is our faith but now with our limited experience personal experience or by hearing from others we can understand that does not lead to happiness so this is called blind faith so this is also faith this is not fact money does not make you happy relationships don't make you happy rather they are the leading causes of distress family is the leading causes of suicide in the world maximum number of suicides happen because of family issues and the person thinks so if i have family good family large family let me get quickly my son's daughter grandsons married as soon as possible <laughs> let me see the face of my great grandson that is my desire and family will make me happy although i have seen so far family has not made me happy <laughs> my son got married now my daughter in law is pulling my son away now the son is confused should i go to mother should i go to wife <laughs> so we are seeing all these instances every day but this is called faith this faith we have created because of certain association with the materialists in a similar fashion if we associate with devotees devotees have a different kind of faith what kind of faith devotees have so as i discussed long back uh, i think it was in the second chapter when we were discussing the day for spiritualist is night for materialist so we discussed the story of shila madhavendra puri 
So Srila Madhavindrapuri is grand spiritual master of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Madhavindrapuri is the Acharya who revealed the highest ecstatic devotional service of Krishna. It was revealed by Srila Madhavindrapuri. And Madhavindrapuri was such an exalted sage, completely absorbed in love of Krishna. He would travel oblivious whether it is day or night. And uh, absorbed in thoughts of Krishna, he was traveling like this traveling Madhavindrapuri. He reached uh, Vrindavan and he had taken a vow that I would not eat anything unless somebody completely dependent upon Krishna, unless somebody supplies. So just see, if somebody supplies, he will eat. Otherwise, he would fast. So this was the vow of, and this sadhana people would follow. Uh, this is called uh, uh, Ajagar Vrittil, just like a snake is there. Snake is sitting in one place. And uh, the pythons especially. And the food automatically is provided by Krishna. It would eat, again it would be there in the same place. It would hardly move. It will not put an effort to go after the prey. In a similar fashion, the yogis, they practice like this. They would be lying down, sitting or roaming around without actively searching for food. When food comes to them automatically, they would take it. Otherwise, they would fast. So, Srila Madhavindra, of course, I mean, Madhavindra Puri was not doing any sadhana. He was a Paramhansa, completely perfect soul. So, in this way, completely absorbed in thoughts of Krishna, Srila Madhavindra Puri was traveling and he reaches... Vrindavan. So in Vrindavan, uh, when he was following this kind of fasting, completely dependent upon Krishna, Krishna personally brought milk for Madhvendrapuri. And that time, um, Krishna did not reveal himself. And he gave him pot that I will come back. I am here taking care of cows. Please drink milk. I will come back to collect the pot. Madhvendrapuri drank the milk. He is waiting. The boy is not coming back. Then in dream, uh, Krishna revealed you did not identify me. I was waiting for you. And uh, then he told that I am there in this uh, hillock over Govardhan. So please uh, take me out. I am feeling a lot of heat over here. Please take me out, install me and start worshipping me. For a long time I have been here. And then, uh, so this is the proof. Now you know, Nadwara, Srinathji is there. Uh, very, very famous temple uh, of our country. And uh, Dambani is here. That is your uh, favorite deity, Srinathji. So Srinathji was called Gopalji. So these were the four prime deities which were carved by Vajranab. Vajranab is the uh, descendant of Krishna. The Yadu dynasty almost it was taken along with Krishna. They fought with each other. That was Krishna's plan because nobody could have finished them. They are all transcendental, completely spiritual. So Krishna made this plot. He took them away. So Vajranab was left behind. So Vajranab uh, had not seen Krishna. So he wanted to see Krishna. So with the help of Uttara, Vajranab, he carved these four deities which were resembling Krishna. So just see all the evidences are there. Why should somebody tell this is mythology and all these deities, the history is there. Who carved these deities? Vajranab, the great grandson of Krishna. And then after that, uh, the entire history is there. Then Mughals attacked. Then the deities were hidden in the jungle. So on uh, top of Govardhan Hill, this Gopalji deity was hidden. And now when uh, we can understand again, Arche, Vishnu, Shiladhir, Guru, Shindarmati, we should not understand these deities are Shila or stone. Krishna can come in any form. Krishna can come in animal form. Krishna can come in human form. Krishna can come in invisible form. 
Krishna is rather always present in Vrindavan. Vrindavanam Parityajya Padam Ekam Nagachanti. So Krishna is always present in Vrindavan. Sometimes he becomes visible. And in Dwapar Yuga, at certain time, once in a day of Brahma, other times Krishna remains invisible. It may appear that Krishna is going to Mathura. It is not a fact. Krishna never leaves Vrindavan. Another expansion of Krishna, Vasudev Krishna, he goes to Mathura and he goes to Dwarka like that. But Krishna is always, Krishna has no task killing the demons and other things. Krishna is just enjoying in Vrindavan with his friends. So Krishna became invisible in Vrindavan, but Krishna was and is always present in Vrindavan. So sometimes Krishna is present in an invisible form. Sometimes Krishna is present in the form of animal. Sometimes Krishna is present in the form of a human being. Or he can take any other form. Similarly, Krishna takes a form which appears like that of a stone. As soon as you carve a stone, Krishna is personally standing there. And the form appears like it is resembling a stone. So it simply resembles a stone. It is not stone. And thus, this is the evidence. And many, many evidences are there in India. So uh, Gopalji personally, he told Madhavendra Puri that I am here and that path was very, very difficult because it was completely covered. It has been many, many years, hundred, hundreds of years. And uh, it was not easy to reach. So Madhavendra Puri told the villagers that Gopalji had given me darshan. He has given instruction. He is waiting for us to receive our seva over there. So we have to cut through this jungle and take out the deity and start worshipping him. So they started cutting the bushes and removing the clearing the path. So it was not easy to go there. How somebody can figure out who is not a resident of Vrindavan? Madhavendra Puri was simply traveling. And as he entered Vrindavan, he got this instruction. So Madhavendra Puri established Gopalji over there. And then he told him that uh, I'm feeling a lot of heat still. I'm not satisfied by this Abhishek. They performed Abhishek ceremony, put gallons of water uh, as a bathing ceremony to the Lord. He told, please bring uh, sandalwood paste for me. So the sandalwood you will get around Bengal. So you please go there and fetch it for me. So Madhavendra Puri on foot from Vrindavan, he traveled, started traveling towards Bengal. And uh, then he came across another temple, which is called Gopinath Temple. So this Gopinathji, when Madhavendra Puri was having darshan, and special offering was happening. Uh, and as offering was taken inside, he asked the pujari that, what is this offering? So they told the special sweet rice is offered to Krishna here. So Madhavendra Puri thought, oh, sweet rice they are offering. If I can taste this sweet rice, then it would be so nice. I can also cook similar sweet rice. Sweet rice is very nice thing. I will offer for my Gopalji over there, the same sweet rice. And as Madhavendra Puri was thinking like this, immediately the temple bell rang. And then Madhavendra Puri felt shattered. Oh, what offense I have done. How much greedy am I? I desire to eat something which was meant for Krishna, which was not offered. So it's a regulative principle. When we are cooking for Krishna, we should not taste it. We should not even think of eating it. We should cook uh, simply, completely absorbed in the consciousness that I am cooking it for Krishna. And once we offer it to Krishna, then as remnant, we can honor it. So this is the way of accepting prasadam for Krishna. We should not think, oh, it is very tasty. When will I have it? Then it becomes contaminated. So it becomes juta. It is meant for Krishna. So Madhavendra Puri uh, felt very bad. I am so greedy. And why did I desire? Although it was not his fault, but the advanced devotees think like this. They always want to think they are faulty. In this way, they want to always maintain a humble position. 
So Madhavendra Puri felt very bad, and in that awful state, he left that place. And uh, then he was resting somewhere in the uh, same town in the marketplace. And when Pujari then he took out the offering, and Pujari uh, put the deity to rest, and he also went to rest. Then in dream, Gopinathji he tells the Pujari that uh, my great devotee Madhavendra Puri he came here today. and uh, he desires to taste this sweet rice so i have stolen one pot of sweet rice from the offerings it is kept here behind me in the altar so please come inside the altar take the sweet rice and then madhavendra puri sitting in this place in the city please go and offer the sweet rice to him so pujari told how it is there that i have missed one cup of offering it it has never happened in the past and he was very eager and pujari in great eagerness he went entered inside and then he sees in the exact same place one pot is kept there so he became uh, ecstatic that uh, lord is so merciful and i could not identify his pure devotee he had come here today so immediately he went searching for madhavendra puri at night and madhavendra where are you he was shouting and then as per the direction given by krishna he was able to find madhavendra puri and he gives this pot to madhavendra puri you are so glorious he offers him respect so obeisances that krishna has stolen the sweet price uh, this uh, for you today and madhavendra puri as he hears he comes in ecstasy and with great taste he takes it with great pleasure he tastes it he keeps it with him and uh, offering respects to the pujari he now becomes afraid oh now these people will get to know that krishna has shown this great favor mercy towards me so i will become very famous and this fame is very very dangerous i don't want to become famous immediately overnight he left the town and he moved towards jagannath puri so just see this is called faith we work very very hard so that we can have some fame in life first desire is money money does not satisfy then fame or x y z so many things we desire but see this is the desire of pure devotee a pure devotee thinks so i should not have this fame at all the this is very dangerous we think if i become very rich very famous or if i am able to associate with the people who are rich powerful and famous be in their company have friendship with them then that would be very nice for me but the devotee spiritualists think otherwise chaitanya mahaprabhu denied i don't want to see the king king pratap rudra was very famous king very very powerful all the mughals and pathans he was uh, not allowing them to enter his kingdom although entire almost entire country they had captured but they were not able to enter the uh, odisha province and pratap rudra was very nice very noble person a great devotee of krishna and lord chatnanya he somehow was requesting through his devotees can mahaprabhu please give me darshan just i once want to meet him but mahaprabhu told no i don't want to see his face because there is the injunction of the scriptures nishkinchanasya bhagavad bhajanon mukhasya paramparam jigmishor bhavasagarasya ata sandarshanam vishainam yoshitam cha हा हंता हंता विष भक्षणो अप्य साधु सो एनी पर्सन हु हैज डिसाइडेड टू क्रॉस दिस ओशन ऑफ रिपीटेड बर्थ एंड डेथ ही शुड अवॉइड द एसोसिएशन ऑफ मटेरियलिस्ट लाइक अ पर्सन अवॉइड्स ड्रिंकिंग पॉइजन और इट इज टोल्ड इट इज बेटर टू टेक पॉइजन देन मीटिंग अ मटेरियलिस्ट सो एसोसिएशन ऑफ मटेरियलिस्ट इज सो वेरी मच डेंजरस चैतन्य महाप्रभु रिजेक्टेड इवन टू सी द फेस ऑफ अ किंग हियर पीपल आर वेरी वेरी ईगर you know when great presidents they arrive in the country so much arrangement is done 
and once former president of us he came to our center in uh, uh, in jaipur and uh, the roads were cleared and such great arrangement was there and uh, you know we have to approach for donations for various people and sometimes they would reject they would not meet one of the duty of brahmacharis to go door to door to beg for donations and we approach to some people and they are very difficult to reach and these people now they are uh, sending their cvs to us that i want to meet kindly please prabhu ji give some time i want to meet uh, former president of us and those rich people famous people when they came some of them were able to shake hands with him were able to meet him they told prabhu thank you so much my life is successful today so people are so very much eager to meet former president of us but this king who was so powerful chatanya mahaprabhu told i don't want to see the face simply seeing the materialist contaminates because usually although this was a pious king but the kings in kaliyuga they have fallen and the kings live in great opulence and uh, they enjoy all kinds of pleasures so such kind of pleasures are very very dangerous for a spiritualist and uh, it is experience also sometimes if you meet a very hardcore materialist so just like one reporter he met one of the richest persons of our country and he told after his interview he could not take rest the entire night because this person industrialist is so passionate about making money so he took a dose of passion and that passion could not let him sleep the entire night and one devotee also was experiencing that was explaining that once he also met a very successful uh, businessman and this person was so much charged you can feel the charge their passion so simply by their association a person gets contaminated rajoguna tamoguna gets infected so the shastra still do not associate do not even see so just see this is one faith we are willing to become famous willing to become rich and uh, this another faith is what to speak of becoming rich or becoming famous do not see even the face of the people who are like that so this is the difference so how this faith a person develops simply by association so one faith is there that uh, love for money will make me happy love for car will make me happy love for technology gadgets or knowledge will make me happy love for any person would make me happy but all these things do not love for the nation would make me happy just like mahatma gandhi he loved the nation worked so hard for the nation he followed brahmacharya in the service of the nation and after all this service what happened unfortunately he lost his life in the hands of one of his countrymen for the same countrymen he struggled so hard the entire life but people were not satisfied with his policies and uh, his associates revealed that the same morning he was telling that why this country is facing this thing today i did not work hard for this why i am living i feel like dying and then he left his life the same day so love for anything in this world does not satisfy us but we can see anybody who has even little love for krishna just he is following simply the instructions of a spiritual master in the service of krishna that person becomes completely satisfied so thus we can understand that faith in krishna is not blind faith rather the faith of materialist is blind faith so uh, that is why we should have sanity we can understand the life of chaitanya mahaprabhu madhavendra puri all the other devotees even now we have so many devotees serving krishna 
even little faith if they execute the five items which we discussed in the uh, previous to previous session the principles of bhakti yoga they become so much satisfied in their life that they don't feel other other demands in their life but otherwise a person who is having blind faith on material resources people or positions they are always dissatisfied in their life so thus it is very easy uh, to develop faith but just like now after hearing you may develop some faith but if you go and associate with the materialists don't associate with devotees then whatever little faith we have cultivated that also will be lost and those who are not faithful they cannot take advantage of this process which is very pleasant to perform which is easy and which solves all the problems of life and they return to this birth and death again in the material world aprapyamam nivartante they are not able to attain me such people so this faith can be created faith is created by association with devotees and which is real faith because any person who follows such faith he becomes completely satisfied and happy मया तदम जगदव्यक्तमूर्तिना मस्थानिस्टेड फॉर्म नाउ कृष्ण रिवीलिंग सो कृष्ण फर्स्ट टोल डू नॉट बी एनवियस ऑफ मी अनसूय वे बिकॉज यू आर नॉट एनवियस आई एम गिविंग यू दिस नॉलेज अ पर्सन हू इज फेथलेस ही विल नॉट बी एबल टू अप्रिशिएट दिस नॉलेज बट अर्जुन इज वेरी फेसफुल सो कृष्ण इज एक्सप्लेनिंग हिम नाउ द टॉप मोस्ट नॉलेज knowledge about his personality himself the absolute truth by me in my unmanifested form this entire universe is pervaded all beings are in me but i am not in them mat sthani sarvbhutani so we may think that we are situated uh, in some state on some planet in some galaxy but here krishna is telling mat sthani sarvbhutani actually all the living entities are in me but i am not in them in the next shloka krishna tells nachamatsthani bhutani in previous shloka krishna is telling matsthani sarvabhutani all living entities are in me but here krishna is telling no nachamatsthani bhutani pashyame yogam aishwaram bhut bhrinna cha bhutastho mamatma bhut bhavanah and yet everything that is created does not rest in me so first krishna told everything rests on me and then he is telling yet everything that is created does not rest in me behold my mystic opulence although i am the maintainer of all living entities and although i am everywhere still myself is the very source of creation so how to understand this everything is situated in krishna and yet everything is not situated on krishna so like this contradictory statements we'll find in the vedas these statements are there to help us understand that krishna is not an ordinary person like us so what is the meaning of this statement so this statement means prabhupad explains just like uh, somebody can tell the whole nation the weight of entire nation is there on the shoulders of the king or the prime minister so what does it mean that actually he is responsible he is taking responsibility he is maintaining the entire nation the prime minister or the king but it does not literally mean that on his shoulders the entire nation all the lands they are situated in a similar fashion but there could be son or grandson of the king or prime minister he would actually be sitting on his shoulders personally so in a similar fashion 
Krishna is telling all the living entities are situated on me. It means on Krishna's energy. Just like the sun is there and sun's energy is there. We have discussed many times. Sun and sun's energy is different. At the same time, it is non-different. Because energy and sun cannot exist independently. Only sunlight is there. Sun is not there. Or sun is there without its light. Both are not possible. Sun and light are connected. Thus, they are one entity. At the same time, they are different also. As we understand, touching the sunlight does not mean touching the sun. So in a similar fashion, just like the sun is emanating sunlight, Krishna is emanating energies from him. And the entire material creation as well as the spiritual existence that is resting on Krishna means on the energy of Krishna, but not personally on Krishna. So this is what Krishna is telling us. That although everything is resting on me, still I maintain my personality. I am aloof. I am situated in the spiritual abode. Yathakashasitho nityam vayu sarvatra gomahan tatha sarvani bhutani masthani tiyupadharaya As the mighty wind blowing everywhere always rests in ethereal space, know that in the same manner all beings rest in me. Sarvabhutani kaunteya prakritim yanti mamikam now Krishna is explaining the cycle of creation and annihilation. O son of Kunti, at the end of millennium, every material manifestation enters into my nature. And at the beginning of another millennium, by my potency, I again create. So Krishna is telling creation, maintenance, destruction, it is happening as per my will, under my control. Prakritim swama vashtabhya visrajami punapuna bhuta gramam imam kritsnam avasham prakritir vashat. The whole cosmic order is under me. By my will, it is manifested again and again. And by my will, it is annihilated at the end. Nachamam tani karmani nibadnanti dhananjaya. All this work cannot bind me. I am ever detached, seated as though, as though neutral. Now somebody may accuse after reading all these shlokas. So maintenance, creation, destruction, everything is happening under control of Krishna. Means all those deaths which are happening now in the country for this destruction and death, Krishna is responsible. So people may start blaming Krishna. Oh, Krishna is not a just person. He has taken my relatives away or somebody's relatives away. So much pain Krishna is creating. Young people he is taking away. Why this is happening? So Krishna is not a good person. That is why in the very next shloka, this shloka, Krishna clarifies his position. tani karmani nibadhanti dhananjaya. Oh, dhananjaya, all this work cannot bind me. I am ever detached, seated as though neutral. Just like it is a fact that any kind of reward or punishment or death in a court happens as per the authority of judge. But it does not mean that judge is a bad man. If somebody is getting killed, 100 people are getting killed because of judge. It does not mean that judge is implicated. Judge is a bad man because judge is ever detached, seated as a neutral person. But he makes sure that the laws they are put in place and they are implemented nicely. So if the person has done good deeds, he will be rewarded. If the person is 
a criminal murderer he would be hanged or given capital punishment so just like the judge is there he simply implementing the laws in a similar fashion krishna although everything is under his control but krishna is not uh, personally taking care of this material world he has simply put laws in place and as per the law somebody is enjoying or somebody is suffering like somebody asked a question this sunday that how krishna can save you and me when krishna is not able to save so many people who are being met with various uh, various atrocities so the understanding is people are meeting bad fate or they are reaping some good rewards based on their own actions krishna is neutral maya adhyakshena prakritihi suyate sacharacharam hetunanena kaunteya jagad viparivartate now here krishna reveals a very important point so we are able to understand that yes nature is doing this thing nature maintains a very nice ecological system nature has given nice intelligence to our bodies that they can evolve they can adapt to the environment nature is very intelligent everybody agrees so how something dead matter can show intelligence on its own so here krishna is telling maya dhyakshena prakriti suyate sacharacharam the material nature is working under my direction o son of kunti hetu nanena kaunte jagad viparivartate and it is producing all moving and unmoving beings by its rule this manifestation is created and annihilated again and again so this point is very very important to understand so one devotee was explaining once uh, when prabhu was studying in some college and in those old days there were no atm cards and other things so if the parents have to send money then sending money order was the only way or one of the ways so when money order comes to you and the postman has to give it now if a person thinks oh this postman is giving me money and he goes back and complains to the father that i was there in the college for 4 years and the postman was taking care he was bringing me money every month but you did not care to send money even once then that is foolishness or if the postman he would also bring some uh, penalty some order from court that you have to leave this property or something is there some punishment some fine and if a person thinks oh this postman is bad always he is bringing bad news he is bringing fines to my house and penalties so let me kill this postman then my penalty problem will be solved so that is also foolishness this is the foolishness which the entire scientific community or non scientific or every materialist is engaged in they think postman is the cause of my happiness or my distress they think if i am suffering because of uh, uh, some person in my family let me go away from them or let uh, let me remove the person they are the cause of my distress or if some uh, uh, country is cause of my problem let me leave the country go to some other place that will help me have a good thing or the government is bad or the weather is bad or something x y z is bad the job is bad let me shift to a better job and solve the problems of life in this way they think this postman is creating the problems in my life and if you try to remove the postman kill the postman what will happen more problems will come in life so that is what is happening we want to relieve get relieved of the immediate cause of our problem 
and not caring for the ultimate cause oh this virus is creating problem this virus is the source of all the diseases let us somehow eliminate this virus from the body so in this way we are trying various ways and means trying to counteract the effects of the nature but nature is just like a postman krishna is telling here maya dhyakshena prakriti does this knowledge is so important so it is told etavad ev jigyasam tatv jigyasu natmana thus unless a person does jigyasa he tries to understand what is the ultimate cause of all causes where is the question of happiness you have to figure out who is sending me money your father is sending me money if i write to my father if i am obedient to my father i love my father i take care of him he will send me more money otherwise you write to postman postman please bring more money no and uh, how postman will bring any money you may keep on writing demanding like that so in a similar fashion we have to understand the troubles of our life are uh, given to us not because of uh, x y z some immediate causes we have to understand ultimately what is causing all these problems of life and what is who is creating all these pleasures in my life both are created by krishna and i suffer because of them because of my actions so krishna is ultimate cause krishna is arranged for troubles krishna is arranged for pleasures also so if i surrender to krishna completely as krishna tells in bhagavad gita he will tell at the end of this chapter this is most confidential knowledge immediately a person is relieved from all the troubles of life otherwise without surrendering to krishna without surrendering to the police if you try to kill the uh, guard who is not letting me escape from the prison i will be more tightly for a longer time and with greater punishment be bound in the prison that is why we see people are creating more and more stresses in their life people are getting more diseases you solve one small disease big disease will come small diseases were happening in the country diarrhea cholera they found something now cancer started happening it was not heard of in india when prabhupad went to america and people were telling so prabhupad told in your country you have different disease we may be having malaria more us is not having malaria but you are having cancer we don't have cancer so all these new new diseases we are creating more diseases we are creating so if we try to solve the immediate cause that is foolishness we have to go to the ultimate cause what is cause of cause of cause of cause of ultimate cause cause of all causes and that is explained in brahma samhita anadiradir govinda sarva karan karanam he is the cause of all causes so please surrender unto him and try to obey him perfectly that will solve all the problems of life so some people do not understand avjananti ma muhda manushim tanumashritam param bhavam ajananto mam bhutamaheshwaram so fools deride me avjananti ma muhda muhda means foolish people they do not understand my supreme form manushim tanumashritam when i come in manushim tanum in human form they deride me param bhavam ajananto they do not know my transcendental nature mam bhutamaheshwaram and my supreme dominion over all that be so some people they think oh krishna is just like a prince and he was maybe a yogi a magician he became very powerful a good politician but uh, they think just a man a powerful man so this is not the right understanding krishna is telling they are mudas they are foolish people param bhavam ajananto they do not know my transcendental nature 
Mama Bhuta Maheshwaram. So here Krishna is telling knowledge about himself. Mama Bhuta Maheshwaram, I am the controller, proprietor of everything, all the material elements, everything that is created, that is under my control. Param Bhavam, you don't think I am having a body of your nature. You are controlled by material nature. My body is completely spiritual. So thus Krishna, he was having great grandsons, having 125 years of age. But Krishna was always young. Nitya Navya Navayamana. Krishna was always young, like a 15-20 year old boy. Krishna never appeared old. So thus this is the nature of Krishna's body. It is completely spiritual. Moghasha Moga Karmano Moga Gyana Vichetasaha Rakshisi Masuram Chaiva Prakritim Mohinim Shritaha. So, those who are thus bewildered, who are not able to understand Krishna is God, his body is completely spiritual. Although he looks like a human, he is not a human. Who are thus bewildered are attracted by demonic and atheistic views. In that deluded condition, their hopes for liberation. Their fruitive activities, their culture of knowledge are all defeated. This is what is happening in society today. So people want to perform some activities, fruitive activities, which will give them good results in future, or they want to cultivate knowledge. But the result of all this research, setting up big institutes, universities, publishing research papers, and uh, working very hard for enjoyment, the result is that I am getting more and more complicated more and more entangled in this life and miseries are increasing so that Krishna has already declared one who is not able to understand that Krishna is the source of all creation everything is resting on Krishna he will be completely baffled in life so Krishna tells so there is another category of people who are not bewildered like this and they are called they are the great souls so people are confused and especially in today's age where so much cheating is happening. How do we understand who is a Mahatma, who is a great soul? So here Krishna is explaining God himself personally. O son of Pritha, those who are not deluded, the great souls are under the protection of divine nature. Devim Prakriti Mashritaha. So they are not under the control of Mohinim Prakritim, the bewildering illusory energy, they are under the control of Devim Prakritim. Bhajanti Ananya Manaso Gyatva Bhutadim Avyayam. They are fully engaged in devotional service because Gyatva, because they know Bhutadim Avyayam. They know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. So here Krishna is telling, how do we understand who is a Mahatma? Bhajanti, see again the word is being used, bhajan. He is engaged in devotional service. And how he is engaged? Ananya manasa, without any deviation, without any confusion. That, oh, this, uh, if I serve to Krishna, uh, if I render service to Krishna, then I may suffer in life and so many complications can happen. No, ananya manasa, without any deviation, is completely surrendered to Krishna. He is worshipping Krishna. So externally, a Mahatma may appear just like an ordinary man. A Mahatma can be having the same height. A Mahatma can have the same complexion. And apparently, he can be a very ordinary man. But, and he can ordinarily eat, he can ordinarily sleep. 
generally we think mahatma means he should have some powers he should do some extraordinary thing and uh, he should not uh, maybe he should not eat at all or xyz so many other he should not wear clothes at all and so many other conceptions we have but if we see when krishna also came here he also was eating he also was sleeping and chatanya mahaprabhu when when he came here he also was taking rest he also was eating and so many other things so thus we should not try to understand mahatma by the external activities yes sometimes some mahatmas they can actually display mahatmas have all the powers so sometimes the mahatma can display their extraordinary powers but sometimes they may behave just like an ordinary man an ordinary person but we have to understand there is a vast difference so one may see mahatma as being old one may see mahatma as getting diseased also a person may see mahatma as external behavior could be he could be doing business also and a person may think is just like a materialist a businessman but he can be a great mahatma so then krishna gives next qualification what they are doing satatam kirtayanto mam yatanchascha dridavrataha namasyantascha mam bhaktya nitya yukta upasate satatam kirtayanto mam so somebody if they ask you you are doing kirtan you are doing chanting where is it mentioned in the bhagavad gita so we can tell it is mentioned here in chapter 9 verse number 14 satatam kirtayanto mam satatam means always satatam kirtayanto always they are engaged in kirtan and whose kirtan they are doing kirtan of any other devi or devta no mam kirtayanto mam only person who is chanting name of krishna always not sometimes constantly he is a mahatma yatantasya dhridavrataha and he is endeavoring with great determination he is offering respects to me worshiping me perpetually worship me with devotion nitya yukta upasate so the picture that we see here uh, that we had shared in the creative that picture is of shila roop goswami shila roop goswami is the immediate disciple of chaitanya mahaprabhu and roop goswami and his brother sanatan goswami they are the founders of modern vrindavan they revealed all the holy spots which got covered in course of time after the mughals came they attacked and it entirely covered into jungle all the deities were shifted to jaipur and other places or hidden just like gopal ji on govardhan so these goswamis reestablished the places under the guidance of chaitanya mahaprabhu so roop goswami uh, and sanatan goswami so they were brothers and uh, they were prime minister finance minister in bengal so after they took sanyas roop goswami with their third brother third brother was anupam prabhu all three of them were there they had renounced but somehow anupam prabhu could not survive and he left his body quite early so uh, these devotees were uh, meeting chaitanya mahaprabhu in the presence of vallabhachare vallabhachare we know he is a uh, great devotee of krishna very stalwart scholar so roop goswami sanat and uh, his brother they were presenting themselves as because they were associating with the muslims and they had adopted their culture uh, to a great extent so a pure devotee always wants to keep himself in a humble position so they were not coming near they would stay at a distance far away and uh, then chaitanya mahaprabhu invited them please come here and they were not willing to come near and uh, then chaitanya mahaprabhu introduced that actually you are very exalted scholar and uh, they are afraid that they are not very purified so they are staying away so vallabhachare then saw towards roop goswami and then he saw that both the brothers they are constantly chanting the names of krishna 
and because he was a great scholar he was devotee he understood that no ordinary person can do constant chanting of hari krishna throughout the day so then he quoted he gave reference also from the scriptures tepus tapaste juhu sasnur arya brahma anuchur nam grananti ete that a person who is always chanting the names of krishna is immediately qualified to do yagya it is very very difficult in the vedas it is written to find a brahmana who can do yagya so the yagyas are very very powerful when uh, maharaj parikshit his son maharaj janmejaya got to know my father was killed because of this snake deceitful snake he became very very angry and he told uh, let us kill this snake and how to bring this snake he was uh, must be living somewhere hiding somewhere so then he told he organized a powerful brahmanas and he told organize a yagya that all the snakes should fall into this yagya kund and then that uh, deceitful snake also would be killed takshak and then they did this powerful yagya by the power of this yagya this mantra in that great havan kunda all the snakes not just from this planet but other planets also start getting attracted towards and they started falling into that kunda then the great personalities they interfered and he told that please stop do not do this thing so uh, the yagyas were very very powerful and a person can achieve anything by performing yagya so uh, we need very very exalted brahmanas they would sacrifice an animal in the yagya animal would come back spring back into life immediately in this way they would test the efficacy of the mantras so first of all it is very difficult to find a brahmana among many many scholars of the vedas who are expert you can find one brahmana and among many many brahmanas you'll find a yagyik brahmana who can do yagya but it is told a person who is always chanting the names of krishna is immediately qualified without any rituals any sanskaras to do the yagya and such a person uh, he has studied all the vedas he has finished his vedic study vedas are huge but such a person is already finished the vedic study he has visited all the places of pilgrimage he has done all kinds of charities he has uh, done all kinds of tapasya tepus tapaste jovu sasnur arya brahma nuchu nam grananti ete a person who is always chanting your name so they are not ordinary people but now people do not know this science how to understand a mahatma so mahatma is always chanting the names of krishna satatam kirtayanto mam 24 hours so this is authorized version given in the bhagavad gita satatam kirtayanto mam always chanting the names of krishna yatan chascha dridavrataha another very important thing is yatan tascha dridavrata dridavrata means endeavoring with great determination so this determination is very very important in spiritual life so prabhupad explains that you know we are figuring out so many ways to become happy but prabhupad tells nobody can be happy in this world unless he is disciplined so we do not know the simple thing this is called satvaguna simply following the discipline given in the vedas and the person would be happy so nobody can be happy in the world without being disciplined and can we do self discipline prabhupatels nobody can be disciplined if he is not a disciple so thus always a person is supposed to follow some authorities who discipline him and only the pure devotees they are beyond any authority they are not under the control of state laws also because they are directly under control of krishna so unless somebody has reached that platform we have to follow the uh, rules and regulations of the scriptures with great discipline 
Thus we tell many times, whatever you decide, these many rounds I will be chanting. Please try to stick to it without fail. So at this time of the week, I would hear Bhagavatam or Bhagavad Gita, morning, evening, whatever you have fixed. So please do it without any fail. And I was very happy to hear some people were so much determined. Uh, as when we don't have this Bhagavad Gita discourse, we have RDUA sessions, Bhakti Raksha program, where Bhagavad Gita in a sequence is being discussed. So I told them that you please, you have to attend every day, make sure you are there. So although the lockdown opened and they started visiting their offices, so they are riding on the bike, but on the bike, they are putting on the earphones and trying to be present, attend this Bhakti Raksha. And now we see they have advanced so nicely. So simply Krishna is seeing Prabhupada tells that if you do this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, we can be very, very attentive and we can try to put all the focus concentration techniques into it and we can get relief from the miseries. But love of God, we will not attain by that. So we have to chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra in an effort to please Krishna. An entire day we have to uh, be very, very sincere in pleasing Krishna. So Krishna is seeing our sincerity from the heart, our endeavors. Only when he's satisfied with the endeavors, Krishna and spiritual master, they give this strong attraction towards Krishna, attaining which all the other desires or everything fades in life and the person is completely satisfied. So thus, yatantascha dridavrata, endeavoring with great determination, great discipline is very, very important. So that is why Prabhupada would tell in purport, you'll find that the rules and regulations of spiritual life should be followed in a military discipline. Although that may make things little difficult, but nevertheless, it has to be executed in such a way. And the example we see from the life of the Goswamis, Rup Goswami, Sanatan Goswami, great discipline they were following in their life. And although they can, they are not at all, they are Paramhansas, they cannot be attached to anything, anybody. But still, Rup Goswami, Sanatan Goswami, they would change their places. One night under one tree, next night under another tree. So sannyasi, this rule uh, is there that you may get attached to tree also. Just see, attachment is so dangerous. If a tinge of attachment is there in the material world, a person has to continue revolving in a cycle of birth and death. Krishna will give us chance to fulfill that desire, which we have associated in the association of, uh, we have got in the association of materialist. This thing will make me happy. If some hope is there, Krishna will make sure that hope gets fulfilled so that we can personally realize, oh, this is also not making me happy. So after lifetimes of such experience, so oh, this does not make me happy. That does not make me happy. When this faith becomes firm in the heart, nothing makes me happy. Then a person is able to surrender to Krishna. So thus, even if a tinge of desire is there, person will not. So these regulations are there. Do not even stay under same tree the second night. So they were following these rules and regulations with great avowed determination. Sanatan Goswami at an old age, he took a vow. I would do Govardhan Parikrama every day. Govardhan Parikrama is 23 kilometers. An old man every day, can you expect him to walk 23 kilometers? And Sanatan Goswami was doing that. So one day when he was doing Parikrama, then Krishna personally appeared. And uh, when Krishna personally appeared, Krishna told Sanatan Goswami, Sanatan, why you are doing this? <clears throat> you have become very old. You need not do this Parikrama anymore. So he told, uh, he became very happy that Krishna personally has appeared, but he told that Krishna, this is my vow. So please let me fulfill it. So Krishna became very happy. So Krishna told, okay, it does not matter. So on this very stone, which I'm uh, standing, you simply, you go around this stone and uh, that will give you merit of doing Govardhan Parikrama. So that stone is called Govardhan Shila that is still kept in the 
Radha Damodar Temple. So if you come to us, uh, come to Vrindavan trip along with us. If everything is fine, we'll go with this Kartik again. So there, that shila is there on which Krishna's footprints are there, and Krishna's sticks print is also there, and Krishna also appeared along with his calf. So the calf's hoof print is also impressed on that stone. So all these wonderful pastimes. So the understanding is Goswami's were so very much determined. So they don't need to follow all such tapasya. They are already perfect, so that we can understand how much determination is required in spiritual life. So ours is a very personal process. By our determination, without failing for a single day, yes, we will fail again. We have to rise. We have to determine. Come to a platform where we don't fail. Then this is called Mahatma. Namasyantascha mam bhaktiya nikte yukta upasate. And he is bowing down before me. So these Goswamis, like Raghunath Das Goswami. He would bow down also with counting one thousand dandvas. He would do every day. Can you imagine? Dandvat means completely you fall down again, you stand up, and again you fall down like this one thousand times. And he was hardly eating anything, just little buttermilk every other day, and he would hardly sleep, one hours or two hours maximum. Sometimes that also is forgotten. But he is doing this rigorous thing thousand times dandvat. So this offering obeisance is bowing down before me. It is also an authorized process. these great souls perpetually worship me with devotion nitya yukta upasate so here prabhupad is explaining so one must be wondering that uh, you know who is uh, so this very advanced position maybe there is one in the world but prabhupad explains here he can live this life in devotional service guided by an expert spiritual master and in any position either as a householder or a sanyasi or a brahmachari in any position and anywhere in the world he can perform this devotional service to the supreme personality of godhead and thus actually become mahatma a great soul so it is not that only a sanyasi can become mahatma like this and those rules and regulations which we discussed they are there to certain examples now uh, prabhupad personally has mentioned in this age it is not possible 500 years ago they were able to execute such penances but simply if we follow the rules and regulations of spiritual master which rules regulations are there that you can see here highlighted fasting on ekadashi certain days it comes twice in a month and on the appearance day of the lord or the devotees etc so these simple rules and regulations are there chanting few number of rounds every day following four regulatory principles associating with devotees simply Uh, honoring only prasadam these simple rules regulations if we follow then we also can become and we have to become mahatma here is told either as a householder or sanyasi or brahmachari in any position anywhere in the world a person can become mahatma so become mahatma to become mahatma is not difficult simply we have to find such association of a pure very advanced devotee and take his perfect guidance in life satatam kirtayanto mam yatantascha dridavrataha so any person who is not doing this and today if you analyze in the world in our country hardly you'll find a person who has this understanding gyatva bhutadim avyayam nobody would would explain that krishna a person is the source of everything they would tell krishna is some energy and like that which krishna does not explain here or they would uh, tell to chant some other name of some other god krishna is telling satam kirtayanto mam you chant my name so and always engage in my service so these simple things nobody can tell but if these simple things we can follow with mind body speech we can engage in service of krishna chant always his name and uh, 
follow these simple rules and regulations with great determination we also can become mahatma so thus it is very easy to find a mahatma and easy to become a mahatma prabhupada is writing here and in any position we should endeavor especially uh, the sampradaya of chaitanya mahaprabhu he has appeared god personally has appeared not for just little bit of spiritual advancement chaitanya mahaprabhu has come here to offer us the highest spiritual advancement which is rarely obtained even in millions of years so we should, we should take advantage of this simple process it is very very rare opportunity and attain this position and when we attain this position we also can aspire for a life like we heard of rup goswami sanatan goswami madhavendra puri shila prabhupad completely absorbed in the thoughts of krishna and completely life is blissful and krishna personally is talking to them giving them association and personal guidance